welcome to another fabulous episode of Down Rabbit Holes with Raquel and Stephanie. Hello, hello, everybody. Hi. Welcome back. I'm so excited that you have the button. I know. But I also feel like I'm losing out a little bit. It's funny. I never... Uh, who somebody did that on a radio show and I think it was John Jane Rich and I was like I can make that sound too well, it's, honestly I started making that sound from being in the stands at my like son's football games and they didn't allow the blow horns oh, so I would just yeah. be like burr, burr, burr. <laughs> <laughs> you don't allow a blow horn I, I will be the bull, blow horn you know what's so sad is I liked taking you know the bull horn and the and the you know all the, the shaker things and, and they don't that stuff anymore they can't take your mouth away from you (laughs) like why do we play sports yeah we play to win why are we competitive we play to win yeah like like but i think that there's been an element of competitiveness that has been taken out of sports 100 percent. and that's really unfortunate because i am competitive af yeah my son plays flag football and how many times i'm screaming plus flag (laughs) okay well that leads us right into what we're going to talk about today and we're going to talk about some of the advantages and disadvantages of being a sports sports mom sports parent um there's a lot of really great things that sports do for our kids and uh first of all i want to say i want to give a shout out to all of the the volunteer coaches um that are out there um just donating their time to helping develop sports and the love for sports with, for our children. I know a lot of times, sometimes parents might get on you as coaches um, and thinking that you made the wrong call or whatever, but man, I'm, I mean, those parents aren't the ones that are out there volunteering their time right, and, and you right. are. So thank you so yes. much for volunteering and help raising and shaping and molding our kids um, Absolutely. To, to be better people because that's what sports oh, really 100%. do. They are so amazing. I mean, the, the time that you take to be out there and, you know, coaching. And again, like you said, dealing with the parents, dealing with the kids. Um, there's good days and bad days, yeah. you know, but the influence that you have on them is really special. I think I don't think I would be able to coach my own kid. Yeah. Um, you know, given that he's three and then I have another <laughs> one who's or actually he's, he's four. four. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I keep forgetting. <laughs> um, and then, you know, the other one being nine, you yeah. know, they're super active in sports. You know, by the time. I get home. I know I don't want to coach them. So, I mean, I, I, I've been fortunate enough to have some really great coaches um, along the way and that have really taken uh, my son and and helped mold him, not just on the field, but just increasing his own understanding of what he's capable of and increasing his confidence. And so, first of all, thank you to all of the sports people who just donate and contribute their time to, um, to our kids. So thank you. Um, but we have some other things that we want to talk about, too, because being a sports mom isn't always the best. Not easy. It's not easy. I mean, it's it's a lot of fun. It is a lot it's of fun. It's a lot of fun. I think it's hard because it ties into, you know, how we talked about being full-time mom, full-time worker, full-time all these things. And then you have to throw in the sports. Right. Which is fun. Do you like, have snack this week? Right. Time <laughs> management. And then like the emotional highs and lows. Oh, yeah. Of not just the players, but as a parent. Oh, yeah. There are a lot of emotional highs and lows that go along with yeah, this. There yeah. are. You know, it's funny because like we go play these sports and I, I love watching them play, but I don't take it as seriously as I think some other people do. I do. Yeah, I know. <laughs> 
<laughs> that's why we have two two perspectives. So like I'm out there, you know, this is developmental. And I think people forget it is developmental. Like how many times like my husband coaches and he's been, you know, a coach for many things. Um, but getting his perspective perspective on stuff, it was like, you know, they're not in the NFL, right? right. You know, they're not being drafted, right? right? Like right. they're four. Let's yeah. uh and it was funny because their first practice, you know, coming from an early childhood perspective like getting my degree he was he was doing practice with four-year-olds and he's done this before you know so I'm trying not to be like hey you should probably do this because I'm not that kind of person I guess to be like better than me no (laughs) well I'm trying I'm not I'm saying I'm not that kind of person but I really am because like I got home and I was like you didn't model one thing (laughs) like these kids are four years old I was like and you said to run I said, no, no colors, no lines. I said, you told them to run from this point to this point and didn't give them anything to stop. Like you didn't say, hey, run and count to 10. And then when you get to 10, come back or like stay on this line, this white line. I said, you gave them no perspective. You just said, do as I say. You know, it's so (laughs) funny that you say that because again, having been in education, you know, those certain things that you need yep. to set those boundaries for. So I remember when Zyf played his first uh, city league here in Sierra Vista basketball. And I saw this poor woman trying to wrangle up these 12, <laughs> yeah. four and five year olds. And I was like, I cannot watch this any longer. And oh, I, okay. I went down there and I was like, she's going to hate me. I know. But I was like, would you like some help? I was like, yeah. I was like, all right, everybody, if you can see me, follow me. And I started using like my yep, teaching, te- teaching techniques. Skills, yep. uh, can I teach him how to play basketball at that age? I probably could have. I ended up being a coach on that team. Oh, um, <laughs> I did because I like at that level, I can teach you some things. And yeah. it's really just learning how to follow directions and play as a team and do all of those things. But when you don't know how to corral no. kids, yeah, you you're won't, not going to teach them anything. anything. Yeah. I taught kindergarten. <laughs> for six years. And I remember like day one being like, okay, I have to do this all over again. Yeah. <laughs> like day two where it's really, that was a trial run. Yeah. But I think that as a parent and having our perspective, that's why we can give some grace, a lot of grace to yeah. coaches and different things. But coaches sometimes, I hope this comes off the way that I want it to. <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes when a parent comes up and offers advice, it's not meaning that you're doing something wrong. Right. It's really just, hey, we have a different uh, skill set that maybe we can do something to help the situation. Yeah. Um, and, and so sometimes it's, it's, it's cool to be, you know, receptive of that. But I, at this not point. feeling attacked. Right. Not yeah. always feeling attacked. And I guess I. It also depends on the approach that the person takes when they well, come up. Well, because when I when I was telling my husband this too, I was like, "These kids aren't being drafted, right? right? They're they're learning for development, and let them make the mistakes, let them have the fun. But then, you're also not a former NFL coach, right? Like, <laughs> don't be offended if somebody says something because their skill isn't a certain skill set. Like, right. don't be upset. But I think on the coach's side too, like my side. I, I was hired to do this job. And even though like, I'm not as, I don't think maybe I am some that I am, but I, I think I take feedback a little bit better, uh-huh. but I'm also like, Hey, you're not out here. Right. Like if you wanted to do this your way, you're also not out here. Yeah. So let, let me be. And now Matt has put into 
like, hey, parents, like if you have something to say, there's a different avenue. Yeah, I think you that know? offering that as a coach or whatever to offer, hey, I may just know I'm going to mess up and I'm sorry if I do. Dude, you know, let me- his my son's last football coach, um, he was really great about that. And and it made me upset when some of the other parents in the stands, or maybe they weren't even parents, maybe they were just fans, they'd be yelling at the coach and yelling and yelling yeah. and yelling and yelling. But like the coach at that time, he's trying to do the best that he can, but he later would come into like the group chat and be like, parents, I'm sorry. That was my fault. I made yeah, a bad yeah. call. I did that. But in the moment, this is what I thought was the best, you know, but in reflection, I'm going to yeah. use this and be better. I can appreciate that more than anything. Yeah. And that because that shows me like, yeah, he wants to do what's best for my son and my kid. Right. And at that moment, he acted in this manner to do what was best. But he didn't maybe consider this other thing. So yeah. he was like, if you have something that you want to say or you have suggestions, here's this forum in which yeah. that you can in do which that. You can say these right. Things. Yeah. Yeah. So um, it's hard, though. It's hard being a coach, too. I mean, coming from the coaching side, like I took over the Buena Cheer team last I think it's been two years. So this is the end of our, my second season over. Um, but it is not easy. Yeah. I mean, you are getting all these kids that come from a different, you know, path of life and they're raised differently and their parents, you know, teach them one thing, whether they're competitive, whether they're not, whether this is fun, whether it's developmental, like it is one of the toughest jobs. Well, and it's also not a not paid job. It's a not paid job. And it's not your full time job. No, exactly. Right? Well, my for the for the high school, I get paid, but it's not. I mean, when I broke it down and this is being very transparent, seventy five dollars a week. Yeah. But I, I mean, even just like with coaches that volunteer. Oh, yeah. Like they are like normally They're taking the time out of their day. I, I would see these coaches normally like the practice would be at five thirty. They're legitimately driving from work. To, to practice. practice. Yeah. So it's not like they have time to be like, oh, let me come up with all these plays and let me think about how am I going to meet the social and emotional needs of the players that are on? <laughs> like, they're not thinking about that. No. They're trying to think about, okay, what am I going to do for the next hour and a half to keep these kids engaged and yeah. teach how them to I, learn yeah. something? What am I going to do right. without somebody saying that I'm doing it wrong? Right. Yeah. And, and so, like, I've given, a, like, lots of grace. And I've also, I mean, I've learned a lot. And the coaches that I have um, been blessed to, to have as coaches for my son's team. They have been really super receptive of like, hey, parents, do you want to help out or you want to do this? But they've also set boundaries, too. Yeah. Like, hey, parents, during this time, you're not allowed on the field. Yeah. Hey, parents, during this time, you can't do this. But these are different ways that you can contribute. Yeah. And and if you want to contribute, you absolutely can. Like, for example, la- last football season, this is our first year playing fo- uh, tackle football for the city league. And there was already the the team mom and there was already the assistant coach and there was already that. But you know I'm going to be involved. Yeah. Like, that's just my personality. Yeah. I'm not going to be the one that sits in the car and reads the book and whatever. I'm going to be, like, involved in what's going yeah. on. Um. And and so I became, I like, I'm going to videotape every game. And I'm going to make them. Oh, yeah, them, you did. You did a good uh, job, yeah. I'm going to make them great uh, a co- compilation after every game so they can watch them. And this is going to be my contribution to this. It was something that I could contribute that the coaches could use to maybe make the team a little bit better. The kids could feel 10 feet tall by seeing themselves on YouTube. I had so many kids that were like, I'm on YouTube. Are you serious? Yeah. You know, and just that was my contribution in a way that I could contribute to the team um, and be a part of it. But I will also tell you, I'm going to be real too. Coming into a family that was already built, 
and me being an outsider coming in, girl, it's hard. It is. So I remember us having this discussion early on. Um, and I think I think this was one of our rabbit holes that we went down in a meeting and it also sparked this podcast. Absolutely it did. Because same thing, right? So like I we have been fortunate enough for my husband to coach a lot of our kids. And so with dad being there, I don't gotta be there. You right. know what I mean? Like I but when I am there, Dude, it's so awkward. And like, I'm Ooh, as much so nervous as much as I want to not talk to people. <laughs> I just per- want to be accepted. My personality is very social, too. Yes. So like, this is how I would feel like, OK, I'm going to go watch them play and I'm going to stay where the parents need to stay or whatever. But I'm going to sit here and three feet to my right is another mom sitting there by herself. And two feet to my left is another mom. Or dad sitting there by themselves, and there is zero talking (laughs) amongst the five of us. But then you have so so for instance, right? Because I I would have work, and then I would go straight to the gym, and then straight to cheer practice. Mm -hmm. Well, when I don't have to do that, I I go watch practice because I have nothing else to do, and dinner's probably already ready because my husband is great at facilitating all of that. But he'll have stuff in the crock pot. And I'm like, all right, cool. I can now go be a sports mom. Like, yes, I'm going to be out there. And, you know, there's people. And I'll say hi to people. But, like, they're already sitting together. Yeah. So do you join or do you not join? Sometimes I am that person in my car with my Colleen Hoover book. Because I'm like, I wasn't invited. I don't know them. I haven't made this relationship with them. Like. And I don't have the social energy right now to go over there. Right. Yeah. But then on the other side, though, like, if I do know people. And I know that they're sitting and, and whatever. I oftentimes like, come on over. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, dude, I send out the you. olive branch. Let me tell you. <laughs> but it gives me anxiety. At the beginning, I would go there and I would see like the group of moms that clearly their kids have been playing this sport together for a long time yeah. or whatever. And they know each other and they not only play tackle football, they play basketball together or they play baseball yeah, together. And they, they've yeah. been doing this for a long time together. Right. And uh, here I walk up and I'm like, hey, guys. <laughs> and, and they look at like who the f this is like and i'm like well maybe they're not thinking that but they're probably like uh who are you why are you here and i was like oh my son plays on the team too and they're like oh okay well back to what we were talking about and i'm like i don't know any of those things you're talking about <laughs> um so yeah. it's, it's hard dude and, and i even at the time i posted on facebook like maybe is it just me or is it hard is it like hard to make friends when you are coming into a sports mom's arena, like I, I was like, is it like mean girls? Like you can't sit at our table. <laughs> um, but then I would be like, then I would do stuff, dude. That would be like too much. Oh. Like you're like, I would feel like, man, Raquel, you're doing too much because I was like, I'm going to try and just make friends with these people. Right. So I would be like, okay, well I'm going to bring extra this so I can be like, Hey, yeah, uh, you want some of my, uh, <laughs> Pumpkin seeds. <laughs> hey, I have some extra pup. I have the extra pumpkin seeds. If you're Just, out, you brought you know like conversations. I, I did. <laughs> and then, like, I knew like one other parent like has younger kids that would get like real oh my dirty. Gosh, you're so funny. There. And I was like, oh, I have wipes. Do you want a wipey? Let okay. me wipey now. <laughs> Let me tell you the opposite of mine. Right. So I'm not there as much as Matt is. 
So he has moms and we've become friends, but like he has moms who then like, hey, go see Miss Erica. Right. And I love Erica. But like when before I didn't know her, I was like, who's this person wiping off my kid? Yeah. You know what I mean? I have wipes and I'm here. (laughs) (laughs) But now like the relationship that he has with Erica is very sweet because like he's another she's another trusting adult. But like when I came in and I wasn't part of the group, I was like, wait, so other people have been. Yeah. Like the fork, Matt. Like, <laughs> but, <laughs> but I wasn't mad at it. I was just like, when can I be a part of this? Well, group? And, and there is such a great community of people that are there and I can see it, but I'm like, I'm not a part of it. Well, it, okay. So then try this too. Cause when I moved here, it was 2008, July, 2018. And my husband was still coaching what was the Cardinals at the time. And it was football and, you know, having all these people. Right. So we'd been together two years before that. Mm-hmm. And I came down and I go to his games. Right. We didn't. I think Brandon was playing. Corbin was still like two. Um, but we come down. Right. And or no, Corbin was four. But anyways, I come down and I have all these women. Right. Ready with Matt stuff. And I'm like, what is going on here? <laughs> like. He's got all of these moms catering to him. Like, this is so odd. And I'm not a jealous person, but I was like, what is, what is this? Like, and so I ask, right, because I'll ask questions and I'm like, hey, wh- what is all this for? And they're like, oh, this is all for Coach Matt. And I'm like, OK, what for? Like, is there something I don't know? They had extra clipboards. They had extra <laughs> Sharpies. They had extra hats. They had Water, all these things, because Matt was known to, like, break his clipboard when he got super upset or, like, throw his hat at the ref, Uh you know? And so they were backups. Yeah. And I was like, look at you guys taking care of the coach. It wasn't you're taking care of my boyfriend at the time. It was like you're taking care of the coach. And so, like, it was so funny because now that I think about it, I'm like, bro, you had so much support from these women that, like, now I'm like, okay, I get it. But, like, me coming in, I was like. Um, oh, okay. Does, is he psycho? Like, is he weird? Like, am I getting myself into something that, am I going to have all these women being like, Hey, this parent or this, this happened. I was like, what? He goes, no, they just bring me stuff. I'm like, oh, oh, okay. I get it now. And I, I would be super supportive of the coach too and get what they need and do all that. Cause again, they're volunteering their time to do what they're doing. But I, I mean, just the outsider perspective, like a lot of times, not a lot of times, but sometimes it would be me, just me at the game. And there would be a ton of other people. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, bro, like, let's just think about this from like an analytical point of view. Practice is two hours every day, Monday through Thursday, two hours every day. Yeah. Not to mention the mm-hmm. games that we have on Saturdays, which oh, are yeah. two yeah. and a half hours. Uh-huh. If, and we need to be there longer. Because they have to be there early. Yep. So that means I'm spending 15 hours a week with these people and we're not talking. Like there and we're should not be build, some like we, sort we should of be building some type of relationship. Yeah. But you know what's funny is like some do and they have been because like I'll see things where they're like, hey, um, I got with all of my favorite basketball moms and. We went and got a pedicure, and I was like, my kid was on that team, too. I didn't get a pedicure either. <laughs> so I got this message the other day. 
that I was like, oh my gosh, I think I'm part of the sports mom group now. Because it says, um, oh my gosh, hang on. It just went away. But it says sports moms need other sports moms who just get it. Ones who don't judge, who get competition levels, understand each other, support each other's kids. And no matter what, know that their love, know that their love for the game is important or something like that. And I was like, is that me? Am I a part of and this? I have sports? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but I mean, and, and again, I've had other coaches too. Like my, my son's birthday just happens to end basically the last day of of uh, baseball. Okay. It's like the, the last day. And so we, all, of course, invite his whole team right. to his birthday party. And we'll normally do a pool party or whatever. And it's a lot of fun. And sometimes the coaches have showed up and they are there and, and, mm-hmm. and been a part oh, yeah. of it and whatever. And I'm like, oh, we're making friends. Awesome. <laughs> friends. And then and then baseball's over. Yeah. So we we had this interesting <laughs> dynamic because, like like I said, my husband is coached almost every year. And when I got into coaching, so I kind of shot myself in the foot because he was a coach. And I was like, oh, my gosh, you spend so much time with other people's kids. And you prioritize and do all these things for these people, right? And then I started coaching cheer. <laughs> and I prioritize, like, cheer. And I spend a lot of time with them. And I do all these things. But, like, so we've had to create this good schedule, right? And so, like, after doing, after him doing stuff, like, I just, it's, I don't even remember where I was going with this. Yeah. But, like, it's it's a lot. And so, like, with Matt being a coach and he's calmed down these things. and like we have the dynamic of like, okay, there's our football family and then we move on to baseball and then there's our baseball. Family. Right. But what I get really confused is like, are we not all friends? Right. Like, like we all like, for example, you and I, we are friends. Yeah. Lot, mostly because of work. Right. Right. Like that's how we developed our friendship yep. or whatever. Mm-hmm. We happen to know and be friends with a lot of the same people. people. Yeah. Like a lot of them. And we know the same people. Yes. We don't do anything together. (laughs) (laughs) But like you and I, right? Like we we started at work and it continued at work. But then there's sometimes where, you know, we've gone out together. We've kind of pushed that, pushed it outside of work because we're not strictly just friends at work. Like we have a podcast. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, we've been, we've done stuff. We've crickited. We've crickited together. But like, so, but there's also that too, because I'm like, man, um, our baseball family, we saw a lot during baseball season yeah. and you know we spent a lot of time at the fields and then baseball season's over and I'm like do we still hang, hang out, out with those people I know dude okay uh, perfect example okay at the end of the um the last baseball season we were going into like the tournament or whatever at the end and that's when like everybody kind of comes out right? yeah and so I'm sitting there guess who I see on my right Matt oh okay? yeah <laughs> okay and I'm like hey Matt and he's like hey <laughs> like okay, maybe we're okay. Maybe we're just Christmas party friends. <laughs> and, then, and then I see um someone on this side where Zai had played basketball um for this coach. Yeah, and I'm like, hey, and they're like, hey, and they're, and I'm like, dude, during the season we were like. Oh yeah, let's hang out. Let's do stuff. Let when like we went to the park together. We went to Pizza Hut together. And here you are, like 
you're acting like you kind of know me, but you don't. But you don't. But, but we just had an experience together well, for, yeah. for 10 weeks. You were my kid's coach and you we talked all the time and we texted and I was like, okay, no, okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> I guess not everybody's meant the, to be friends. <laughs> and then I look over here and I'm like, oh, hey, hi, Aria. And they're like, <laughs> hey. And they're, I'm like. Dude, we just ran across all of Phoenix together watching the cross country <laughs> team together. Like we had a moment. Well, when okay, so when Brandon used to play travel ball, uh-huh. right? They already he was on this team and they're the travel ball moms, right? And I I'm the stepmom. And so like do I play a role in this? Of I don't course, know. Yes. I went to all the games. There was times where like, you know, Sometimes like Matt and his uh, and Brandon's mom wouldn't be able to take him. So me, you know, I would step up and take him and, and stuff. But like, you know, I don't I was never they already had their bond, you right. know, because they'd traveled together to Tucson. Right. They traveled to Phoenix. And to me, I was like, oh, I brought and they're like, oh, girl, you got to bring your this. You got to bring your that. And I was like, it would have been nice to know that and been in the group chat with you. Right. Like, <laughs> It's kind of like what Selena was talking about when you become a newly seasoned (laughs) military military spouse. Maybe we can become seasoned sports moms. I don't know. But like, dude, I would even come home and I would like be reflecting like, okay, Raquel, what are you going to do? How are you going to make friends? (laughs) (laughs) I talked to my sisters about that the other day because they like. We're all kind of like the same. Like we don't want to leave the house. We we sit and she's made together all the time. We're always on the phone. And it's funny because I saw this meme of like when you talk to your sisters on the phone and it's the picture of everybody's screen blank uh-huh. because you have your AirPods oh, yeah. and you're doing stuff all around the house, stuff. but you're just knowing that they're there with you. Right. right. But my sister-in-law was like, oh, my gosh, because um, my godson made friends. Right. And uh-huh. they live in the and they live in on Miramar and all this stuff. And so. Um, she's like, I got to, do I make friends with the mom? Yeah. And I was like, uh, dude, I don't know. I'm not there yet. Dude, I, I went out and talked to my neighbor. It's so funny that you said that because I was like, I think I should have a block party. I was like, all of these kids, there's about six boys that are all the same age. They're all oh. 11 and 12. They're all the same age. They'll come out and play or whatever. And I was like, we should do a block party. So like the parents can come out and like. And have fun. And have yeah, fun. Enjoy. And do stuff. I haven't put that together yet. No, no. So then I'm like, Raquel, you're you need to make the effort too. I'm like, um, but we're kind of just joking, kinda <laughs> about all of that. <laughs> kind <laughs> because, of because it is real. But uh, I mean, let, getting back to some of the advantages and disadvantages of, of being a sports parent, can we just talk about the cost of being a sports parent? Well, you have one. I have one. I have three. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it's multiple sports at one time. So I'm telling you, like, when they all, when we got this, um, and shout out to Gridiron, they put on the, like, my son's football, flag football stuff. Oh, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I, I was super excited when they put it out, right? But I think it was like, I want to say it was like $120 for Corbin, um, $80 for Maddox, and then signups came up for little league and that was another $80. And then if you didn't do it by a certain date, they added 10 more bucks. Girl, I just got you know? that late fee for li- little, oh, league. little league. Yeah. I did it a day after I think it mm-hmm. was due $35 yeah. late fee yeah. and $140 well, already cost for little league. Oh yeah. hundred yeah. percent. Well, and then, you know, we have Brandon who's in high school. And so I think the varsity rate 
is 185 or something like that. Mm-hmm. But that's per sport. Right. Like, yeah. yeah. And, and also. And all the things. Especially like when they're younger too. Like you literally have to buy cleats every year. Every year. Uh, you literally have to yeah. buy the socks and the belts and all of the things for everything. Well, it the doesn't new help shoes. our family because they're so far apart. Right. <laughs> because at one season, Brandon could have worn, or I'm sorry. Yeah, Brandon could have worn them, but it's not until late years later. So I have to have bags of things that are like, oh, these were your brothers two, seven years yeah. ago. Now you fit <laughs> now into you them. Now you can fit in them. But like Maddox, right? He's He's got all new stuff, right? Because yeah. he just started. So the boys, like, we didn't save anything because I didn't know. Mm-hmm. But then, like, again, Brandon's getting clubs. I mean, it's $300 a club if for a good one, right? right? And then to get the grips. And then, you know, he's starting, um, good luck to him, Brandon, on your bas- or basketball, baseball tryouts. I'm super excited because I love baseball. Yeah, me too. Um, but he's played baseball forever. Um, and so this year... You know, still trying out for varsity, and so I'm. Good luck to you, buddy. Good luck. I love you. Kill it. Kill it. You will kill it because he's been in the cage. We have a batting cage. Oh yeah. That's another thing. Being a sports mom, dude. We, my dad. Shout out to you, dad. <laughs> I love you. Um, he built the batting cage in the back of our yard, and yeah. so like it is a sports facility. I mean, they do golf in there. Um, they do baseball in there. I mean, they do all kinds of things. But like, he's in the cage, you know, and he's hitting these things. But again. The other day, he sprung it up on us. I think I want a new bat. And I was like, bro. bro. Well, and like, <laughs> okay, bat, like two or three years ago, bats were this much. Inflation happens. Inflation and now bat, happened, and yeah. bat, uh, Well, and then they have to have a certain type of helmet and right. they have to have, you know. So but the cost, that's just like $80 to play. To play. That's, that's not, not. No, that's just registration. That's just that's registration not even, That's not even fee. to play. Because yeah. in order to play, you have to have all the things you that have we to just have all talked the things. about. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I mean, again, like I have one kid and um, is a lot. I have support too that helps out with it. But like I think about my friend, dude, she has four. Oh, yeah, that's a lot. And 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 they coach too, right? Oh, so they're one is coaching one, the other, the dad is coaching yeah. another. While the one is playing, the other one's playing. Then they swap these, and then they go. They are literally on the sports field all year yeah. from like as soon as practice starts until when it ends oh, every single day. And on a Saturday or whatever, they are on the field all day because they have kids that are like yeah. four Some different people ages. people live in the field. That, that, that's what these people. And not only that, but they want to pour into this community so much yeah. that they're at the varsity football yeah, games all the time all of the time all the time you know it, I, I'm glad you brought that up because I really do struggle with being a coach being a mom being a sports mom yep because you got to be all you got to be six different people six different places at all the same time mm-hmm. like but when you live at the field and you and you live at the school or whatever it may be and then you're doing you're pouring your heart out like I struggle with like okay when do I get to be the mom like there are days I don't cook dinner oh, we yeah. eat out a lot like and it's is that be- I and I was telling my husband I was like do we live this lifestyle to just accept it and say hey we're we're sports people our kids yep. are involved you know if dinner doesn't get made because I'm I think I'm trained to like and and think my mom was a good an amazing stay-at-home mom but she 
had dinner ready for us. We ate at the table all the time. Like, yeah, you got to re- release that guilt, girl. Girl, I know, but release it's it. so hard. It is. Because we get home. I shit you not. We get home and probably eat dinner on a normal night. And this is including all the things. 7.30 to 8. And then on the weekends, like, my kid has never been on a routine. Yeah. Okay, but guess what? You're going to make him resilient, and you're going to make him be able to know how to react. I say the same thing with my son. Like, again, I felt really guilty for not waking up super early in the morning to make sure that he has a great meal and whatever. But guess what? My kid can get ready in 12 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) He can get out the door. He can also, like, enjoy. Like, he can react in in the moment, and he learns those different those different skills. Um, but to your point about uh, making dinner and doing all of those things, I want to just encourage you and tell you this, and I, I'm saying this to myself as well because I feel the same guilt. They would rather have pizza. So it's okay the days the <laughs> that you want to pick up pizza. They would, <laughs> the dino they would They would rather, I mean, of course, those memories that you make at the table are certain great memories, whatever, and you're not going to not make those. You're going to have times right. to make those memories, but you're also making the memories of oh, at field. on the yeah. field and that camaraderie and and that social um exposure that they get on the field um especially if their dad is coaching them i mean that's a great thing yeah. for and then seeing their mom out there like i can tell you that zaya's come and, and been like mom um did you see when i did that were you so proud of me or i heard you do that yeah. like that is those memories matter too they do not just the memories well, and, of sitting at the table eating the food well and the thing is too is like you know when i coach at buena like every football season especially so you know we have practice and we're doing all the things and you know we're being there and but friday nights you know it, it's so hard because i've i've really contemplated on like you know what maybe i should take a step back maybe i need to focus on my family and not coach you know, uh-huh. the kids are going to have a program no matter what. Like, and if they build on the program that I have instilled, then it'll be fine. Right. But again, like, gosh, Maddox loves um, the quarterback, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the high school quarterback. He loves Maddox. He, he's known Maddox, you know, since he was born. And so, um, so when Maddox is out on the track, you know, he'll come up to him and give him a high five. And then after the game, you know, the, the kids the older boys that have known our family, you know, they come and give Corbin and Brandon and, and, and Maddox a high five and they're, they're Maddox just loves being there. Right. And I kind of, that memory, I'm like, Oh man, do I take this away from you? Like, yeah, I love that you, that you get to be where the big kids are and see, and like, I feel like it'll motivate Maddox to like, Hey, I'm going to play high school sports. I'm going to be the best at it. I'm going to be good. But like shout out to Nash, you know, like he, he, always gives Maddox a high five and he'll take his helmet off. He'll take a picture with him. Yeah. Like, it's just, but would Maddox have that opportunity or would Corbin even have that opportunity if, you were out if I wasn't on the side? Yeah. I mean, those are things that, okay, look, <laughs> no matter what we do, we're going to mess our kids up. <laughs> <laughs> no matter if we cook them food and we don't give them the opportunity on the field to do that. Yeah. I mean, there, there's going to be a reason to complain about, oh, my mom didn't give me an opportunity to have this experience or my mom didn't have a fresh homemade meal for me every day. Like no matter what, we're yeah. going to, it's going to be, there's going to be, be a, a negative. Yeah. But we're going to do the best that we can with what we can and how we can do it. I can tell you that on the date, like, like I, like I said, in our last podcast, I bought the hello fresh. Oh yeah. This is an opportunity that I'm trying to be purposeful to make some of those memories of cooking together or yeah. whatever. Yeah. But 
when he has practice and he has Boy Scouts. And so at, in March, it's going to be Boy Scouts. It's going to be basketball and baseball Holy cow. all at the same time. And that's just one kid. Yeah. There are parents that have that for multiple children. Oh, yeah. Because I have to say, like my time, I'm same like you. Brandon is, if you know, he makes the varsity team, he's going to have his games at four. Yep. You know, whatever practice. I mean, thank God we divide and conquer. Right. Because there's a lot of times where I'm like, I, I don't want to go anywhere. And my husband and I always are like, when we get to have I'm like, when you die. When the grandkids. The <laughs> no, <laughs> you won't even, even then. You won't even then because. Look well, at, but then we won't have to be responsible. We could just watch. <laughs> you know, Matt's not going to yeah. just watch. Yeah, I don't Matt think is, so. Matt is a coach for life. Yeah, well, I mean, and, and so are you. And like, so am I because we're educators for life. And, yeah. and we want people to yeah. be better and we want things to be better. And we want to do what's best for the kids to give them the best experience that they can Absolutely. possibly have. Well, but do you think that's a lot of pressure, though? Do you think, like, as a coach, because I feel like I'm putting myself in a lot of pressure of, like, okay, I took over the Buena Cheer team two years ago. I We've made adjustments, made improvements, but is it now my responsibility to give all of my energy to a sport that I don't, I mean, I have investment in it, yeah. you know, but, like, no, you don't. You, I, I think that, that that's, again, where we learn to kind of make some boundaries and we put people in appropriate places to help us uh, achieve the goal and the accomplishment that you have, because of course it can't be all on you. And so we have to have people that are, that want to be a part of it. So maybe you'll see a younger, uh, or like a senior cheerleader taking on some of those leadership roles. So then you develop those leadership yeah. roles in that person so they can take on some of that ownership and responsibility. Right. But that's also hard for a sports mom too, because like, you know, I see all the things that are being done. So again, we're going back to, you know, I don't get to spend a lot of time with the other moms and make relationships with them because I'm not there. Right. You know, right. but then I'm also like, oh, do I'm left out because I somebody else took over, I think, um, making snack and stuff like that because I told Matt, I was like, oh, we could do all these things on band and like make snack. And I'm like, when do we have snack? I'm right. not on top of his his right. stuff. So right. like it's such but, a weird balance. So like, this is when you got to call out to those parents out there and parents. When you sign your kids up to play a, a, a sport, it's not just for them to babysit your children. You are a part of this, yeah. too. Like, come on, let's support. And a lot, I, I'm not saying all parents. No, there are some really good parents Really, really, really good parents. Really, really great parents out there. And I'm not even a coach, but I'm just saying it from an outsider's perspective. Okay, so funny thing. Now as I was playing basketball. Um, I have to do either the, the score books or oh, yeah. I have to do the burr, burr, burr machine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so the first day when they pull out this book and they're like, this is how you have to do the scores and you have to tally here and do this. And after they do the point, I'm like, that is so much thinking. And I'm all like, how am I going to watch the game at the same time? I just want to watch the game and do this. But I was like, as a parent, I'm going to volunteer. I'm going to do this because it needs to get done. So I'm doing it. I learned it. I can now do it like and watch the game at the same time. This last game, they wanted to switch my role from being the the score taker to now doing the, the time clock. The time clock is way harder because you have to press like start, stop, keep track of fouls, possession arrows. You got to let people in, you know, change, yeah, <laughs> do all of the things. And I'm like, I'm going to mess this up so bad. Dude, in the last game, uh, one of my sports friends 
dad was doing the time clock and he's like so invested in the game of basketball that's going on and his son was making layup after layup after layup and he he looks at me and he's like oh crap I forgot to start the time a minute and a half ago (laughs) and so we had an extra minute and a half of playing because he forgot to start the time the timer but like and then I would you would always hear parents like from the stands being like where are the points? Where are the points? Where are the points? And get the timer going. I'm like, bro, we are volunteering to do this down here and we don't even know how to operate this machine. Yeah. So have a little bit of grace on the people <laughs> that are doing the time, the time and the the scoreboards. Yeah. We're not trying to, well, we're not trying to jip your kids out of no, points. And we're not trying to do anything like that. We are trying to watch our kid play a sport yeah. and offer services as well. This last game, um, it was it was interesting because Brandon or I'm sorry, Corbin's game, um, they're high school kids doing the clock. Uh-huh. And, you know, they haven't practiced it or anything. And that you should have seen like the amount of people just kind of screaming at them. and that, Like I'm in the stands, like trying to be like, hey, guys, like just relax, give them some grace, right? like relax. This is not the NBA. Let's right. be real. Hang on. Right. Um, and shouting at them like. And poor kid, he's got anxiety. I know he's yeah. a high school kid. He's got anxiety, and he's like, it was it was only supposed to be eight seconds on the clock, and he put 78, and they're like, <laughs> it's eight seconds. You don't know how to put eight. And I was like, bro, bro relax. Like, just chill. Like, chill out. Right. And I know we were already past time. I mean, I know there was a bunch of stuff going on, but, like, relax. And, and then there's refs out there because, okay. Oh, let's go talk about these refs. But, but the refs, like, are high school kids yeah. who are volunteering their yep. time to come out here yep. and do this. Like, I'll tell you, Corbin's football game, because not only did we have a football game at 9 and another football game at 11 and then a basketball game at 2, the football game at 11 with the 9-year-olds was intense. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. Holy cow. But not even because the game was good. Because a kid got laid out by another kid. Girl, give me the, the juice on this. What happened? Oh, my gosh. So I wasn't there, but I heard from many different sources, uh-huh. right? So they're coaching. Kid calls another kid a name. Other kid lays this kid out. Like lays him out. Like lays him out. Uh-huh. And so my husband, my father-in-law, and my dad are all there. And they're telling me the exact same story. And I'm like, what in the world? So I'm on the phone getting my nails done. I'm like, why did this happen? Right. Well, it ended whatever name he called him was very um, derogatory. derogatory. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially it, it was interesting. But then the moms start fighting. Mm-hmm. Right. And so I'm talking to my husband about it. And I was like, why did they start fighting? Like, what happened to that? But like now it's now it's about the coach. It's about the parents. It's not, you know, it's the kids like. What the F happened yeah. that all of this just came downhill? Like, yeah. And then these refs, right, don't know. They're in high school, and they're like, right. Like, do I pause the game? Like, is there any instruction for these kids when these things happen? Like, Well, and also, they're kids, and so now kids are going to go break up an adult fight? Like, okay, first of all. Exactly. What does the referee, as a as a high school student, tell these adults? Yeah. Hey, stop fighting? Like, I. Yeah. Okay. Like, okay, so let me tell you. I am com- competitive. Like, I really am. I love to win. I hate losing, whatever. However, you're not going to find me as a parent calling another parent out of their name. 
you're not going to find me modeling that bad behavior for children that's going on. Yeah. Like, like I might think some things in my head, but that's not going to come out again. This is a kid's sporting event. Yeah. Like this is what yeah. nine year olds mm-hmm. dude. So uh, I don't know if it was last year or the year before that Zion team was in the championship and it was, um, we were, we were the underdogs going in and we were actually up. We were winning by, I think just one point. And we had like two seconds left on the clock. We had to inbound it, like inbounded it to our team. But the player accidentally turned around and shot it in the wrong hoop. Oh, no. Well, it counts for points still. And so they ended up beating us by one point. You could see the kids on our team. They were just deflated, right? And that poor kid that made that shot in the wrong hoop, he was deflated. The kids on the other team we're kind of like, oh my gosh, did that really just happen? But also feeling empathy for the kid for the other who kid. just yeah, did yeah. that. But then these parents out here were running off of the bleachers like, yeah, 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 in your face, in your face. We were the best. And I was like, bro, oh, you like man. this is these are 10 year old kids who and this poor kid, like he feels horrible. I know. Poor guy. But then the parents we're starting Dude, trouble. I'm telling you, and they so, don't have w- a filter. When, when they did that, then the parents on our team were kind of yeah. like, bro, back up, back up. So then it almost was like a, almost a brawl taking place after a 10-year-old basketball game. A 10-year-old basketball game. That's so crazy. I mean, because I was, I was even talking to my husband like, okay, what in that situation? Because I try to make le- lessons learned, right? So... In that situation, if our son would have punched another son for say, for another kid for saying something, am I going to fight with that parent? No. No. No, I don't think so. Now, if that parent's coming at me like, hey, you raised your kid wrong, like, I'll probably be a little mama bear, but I'm not about to sit and fight with another parent over something I have no idea where that came from. Because even like I was telling my mom, like, you don't know if that kid heard that word at school and right. it's, he's never heard that. It's not a learned behavior at home. Right. You know, I don't know. Like, I'm going to give the parents grace. And you know what I would do? I said, if it were me and Maddox had punched somebody, I would take him over there to apologize. Hey, I'm so sorry. Like, I would apologize on behalf of him because I'm his mom and I'm responsible for him. Right. But at the same time, like, my dad brought it up. He was like, well, kids have limits, too. And I'm like, well, yeah, I understand that. But violence is not the answer. Well, and there's a way to handle it. Like, like, like what you just said. Um. Would, if someone came up to me and was like, you need to raise your son better for doing this, I would, I literally probably would be like, okay, thank you for sharing that with yes, me. Yes. Thank you for your thank unsolicited you for, advice. Like, thank you so much for that. Uh, I, I, again, but I know maybe it's because I'm not insecure in the way that I've raised yeah. him in that area. And so that I wouldn't respond that way. I don't, I don't really know. I don't know. But I also know in the heat of a moment. Yeah. And depending on what Dude. you've done <laughs> what to the child. I had my coffee this morning. <laughs> well, and it depends also on like what you've done to that child. You said this kid got laid out. As a mama bear, I mean, you know, I'm like, I'm running after yeah. this. But it yeah. doesn't necessarily, I'm like, I don't know what I would say in it this doesn't situation. Nec- but I'm not going to have beef with a child either. Oh, like, for sure. I'm not going to say anything to the kid. No. I, I will be like, back up and right. get away yeah. from this situation. But I've, I mean, you also have to like limit yourself because you're modeling some behaviors yes. for yep. the kids. Like yeah. uh, at football this last year, we had to stop the game, I think for 40 minutes because a coach from, I don't know, some Tucson Phoenix team, I don't know, 
came over to our side, didn't like something that one of the coaches said, and choke slammed him. Ooh, like, hello. Ten year olds. The team on the other side choke slammed him. Then his other coaches came in and started brawling. Well, our coaches were just trying to like break it up. Break and, it like, all up. I have one group of uh, one coach that's just like keep pulling the kids away so the kids don't see yeah. grown men fighting over a 10 year old football game. Don't they have a parent code of conduct? Yes, I've signed it. <laughs> but and, and they have a coach's code of conduct too. Yes, they do. And, and but dude, choke slammed one of our coaches and and so and then then you can just think about like zai comes up to me and he was like what was that all about (laughs) (laughs) Uh, mom i think somebody is mad (laughs) yeah and he was like uh and so then you have these kids now that are infuriated and they see all this and now they want to go and have revenge on the other team and i really have to applaud our coaches because they were like that's not how we play yeah. that's not what we're going to do yeah. we're going to we're, take, better than we're that. gonna take yeah. a break we're calming ourselves down we're going to go out there and play football the way that we play football it's funny cuz like i was having the conversation with my dad cuz he was he was asking he goes what do you know more about it and i was like dad i don't know anything about it like i i was only told by you my father-in-law and my husband everything that happened like you guys but I said, I don't know, because we had that conversation. That's where the conversation with my mom had it. And I said, but I teach, I hope that I'm teaching my kids coping skills. I said, right. because it really should never get that far. Yep. And if you, and he goes, what do you mean? Maddox is only four. And I said, he knows that when he's upset, he can direct himself to his room to take a three second breath. Right. Like three breaths in and out. Right. And he's, and he goes, no, he doesn't. And I said, Maddox, what do you do? When you get upset, he goes, I take three, three breaths. And I'm like, yeah, right. And he said, do we hit things? Do we hit things when we're mad? No. Do we throw things when we're mad? No. Is it, but is it okay to make mistakes sometimes? He's like, yes. And my dad's like, you've just trained him that way. I'm like, no, I'm training him because some people forget that they don't model good coping skills. And so when I'm teaching my children this, I will then reflect back as a parent and be like, Listen, because I've had my moments like, listen, I did fly off the handle a little bit. And I apologize. Like I people are like, you apologize to your kids. Like, of course, 100 percent apologize to my kids. Yep. Like when I was on my cleaning rage, like I was I was smoking hot. Like who didn't put this away? Why isn't this done? But like, again, delivery Mm -hmm. one, you got to deliver it in the most appropriate way. And respect for the other person. You don't know. I don't know if Maddox were to say something to Zai and Zai lies, you know, right. lays out Corbin. Right. You know what I mean? Like, how do I know that you didn't raise him right? You right. know what I mean? Like, that's, I'm assuming bad things about you because your son did a bad thing. Well, and also, like, we have to understand, like, our kids have emotions and they're going to react no matter what. Even if we've given them all of the techniques to do it. Yeah. Because as adults, we have all of the techniques to react in a certain way. And do yep. we always use the techniques that we nope, nope we don't. <laughs> um, I, I, even at Zai's last basketball game, they got slaughtered. Oh. <laughs> um, and shout out to the Warriors. I love the Warriors coach. He was Zai's coach um, two years ago in basketball. We actually made a really great relationship with them. And, and yeah. he still will come up to Zai and ask questions and do all those things. So the Warriors coach, Jesus, and whole team, like, we're still part of that family. We still love you. But they killed us. Uh. <laughs> I mean, bad. Um, but at the end of the game, Zai was visibly upset about losing. And uh, there were other kids that were visibly upset about losing. And I heard some other parents that were like, 
don't cry. Don't be upset. Like, don't do this. And I went up to Zion. I was like, I am so happy that you're upset. Mm -hmm. And he was like, why are you upset? I was like, because it means that you tried hard. Yeah. And you it mattered to you. Doesn't mean that you always are going to win. Right. And you're not being a poor sport by crying and losing and all of those things. But it means that it mattered to you. Right. And that's all that matters to me is that something matters to you. You're going to put forth your best best effort when you're mm -hmm. doing it. And you're going to try your hardest because you are working as a team. Now, yeah. when it comes to team, one thing I've learned and I hope that we can share with other parents is to teach our kids how to treat other kids on the yes, team absolutely um you know not all of our kids are naturally skilled in sports some of them may not be very good at all actually they may be pretty bad at yeah. some things um but they're there for other reasons than just being a skilled athlete yes maybe they are the the person on the team that gets the team hyped up yeah and and gets them to believe in things and motivates them to do things um, maybe like, okay, Zai struggled with tackle football. It's a lot, it's a physically challenging right. thing. One thing that I had a coach said to me when Zai was playing tackle football is one of the things I love about him and that he has taught some of the other kids is even if he comes in last, he's going to finish. Right. Even like it takes him a long time to do it. He's not going to stop and he's not going to give up. As a mom, that was the best compliment that I could ever get because that told me that my kid has grit, has perseverance, has tenacity. And even though he's not the best at it, he's not going to quit. And he won't quit when things um, are hard in life. When I think right? that's the best thing about being a, a sports mom, because not only are you doing the all the things that we talked about, you know, the games, the schedules, the coaching, the, you know, the, the making friends, you're also that emotional support after the game. Right. Yep. You know, and the purpose of, of, you know, not even just a mom, even my husband does a really good job about doing that, too. You know, right. he does it in a different way, but it's nice to be able to be a sports parent to to help them grow in this way. Right. And because when you play sports, I mean, you're taking this throughout your life. Right. Whether absolutely. you're there as a hype man, you're there as, as just I'm having fun. Right. Or you're there to be the best you can be and, and make it to the NFL. Yep. Then cool. But again, having the parents on our side, yep, have such an important job. Well, and the parents teaching the children on the team to recognize everybody's role on that team. Mm -hmm. Like knowing, hey, this kid is probably not going to be the best at this, but he does this and yeah. that's why he's a valued member of yeah. the team, right? Because there are like, I've experienced two things as being a sports mom. I've had some kids that have come up to my kid and have said some mean things to him. Like and and Zai's pretty good about just letting it roll off his shoulder and not matter to him, um. But not all kids are good at letting things roll off their right. shoulder, right. um. And and not all kids know their value and their worth, right? And so, like, I think parents like let's encourage our students to or our kids to be inclusive of even those kids that are not the most skilled on the Absolutely. team. You know, they have a reason and a purpose to be on that team, and everybody is 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 needed and wanted for that team to succeed. Um, and, and the second thing that I've seen on there is I've seen some kids who are the, the, the star athlete on the team go up to the kid who is maybe not the best athlete on the team and say, hey, why don't you go to this spot? Let me tell you yes. where to go. Let me help you be a leader. Right. Or let, let them be. A, they're let showing them be a leader. Yeah. They're right? showing leadership by it, by giving that kid an opportunity to be in the right place or to, to show them the way. Like, I feel like that is youth sports 
at its best. Absolutely. I saw in Zai's last football um, uh, situation where the quarterback was like, all right, I need you to go here. I need you to do this. Yeah. This is what I need you to do because he's been doing it his whole life. He yeah. knows how to play. And so he led that leadership. Not only does he get to be the talent on the field, but he gets to like pour into yeah. somebody else. And yeah. that's a big deal. It's huge. It's a huge deal. That's what this is really all yeah. about. Because how many kids are going to make it to the NFL? How many kids are going to make yeah. it to NBA? Yeah. How many kids are going to do that? I, I don't know. But how many kids um, need a friend? How many kids need to know that somebody is on their side and they see their value and they see their worth right. on the team? Well, and I think as parents, we get caught up in, you know, I always say, I always do say like, you know, we compete to win and, and we do these things. But again, it is, it is part of growing. Right. Like, yeah, we always, everybody wants to win. Right. But everybody, there has to be a loser. Yeah. And you have to teach those kids that not all the time will you be able to win. But when you are, when you do lose, you see the worth in what you did. Because I think a part of like when I was growing up and, and football was on TV, right? Not was I paying attention? You guys know. The <laughs> no. Um, but at the end of the game, you know, I always thought it was crazy. Like, you know, um, Super Bowl. Uh -huh. Right. They're hugging it out and and. I'd see people on the field, you know, the opposing teams and maybe rival teams. They're they're laughing. They're giving each other high fives. They're helping each other up. And I I assumed they should have hated each other because they're yeah. playing. Yeah. You know, but I was little and naive and I had no idea. But like the fact that you still see older men, older women who are in sports and who can still say, hey, you know what? Good game. Yeah. You you outgamed me. Yeah. Outgamed. You that outgamed was a, an amazing game. Yeah. You know. Like, what a call. What You, what, did, you yeah. did a great job. I mean, because, again, I am really competitive. Mm -hmm. But if the better man beats me, yeah, I'm going to be like, dang, that was awesome. Typically, there's not a better man that beats yeah. me. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but if, I'm just going to give you if, this one. If someone beats me because of my mistake, that's when I'm like, yeah. I get really mad yeah. about something. But if someone outplays me or outthinks me or outstrategizes me, then I'm like, oh, you're so smart. But guess what? Where do you learn more? Do you learn more in winning or do you learn more in losing? Yeah. Learn more in losing. That's why I'm so smart. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, if you are a sports parent and you're out there, we definitely raise our hands to you and, yeah, and all those coaches who do play a role. And then, you know, we, we don't judge anybody. We don't mean to call out anybody if you feel that this is called out to you. No, it's just feelings that I think it's that we all feel. It's just our feelings. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think that everybody has had those feelings too. And I really, really do want to shout out some coaches, but I don't want to be not inclusive of all the good coaches yeah. that we've had. So I'm not going to shout out any of you, but you know <laughs> but who you, you know are. you know who you are. <clears throat> yes. <clears throat> I, I, I'll put in, if you're fighting with another parent over a kid's sports game, no, yeah. you're you're wrong. You're just in the wrong. I you're agree. Just, yeah, I, just, I think yeah, it's. Yeah. I agree with you. Well, 100%. again, you don't know. It's all perspective. You don't know what that person's gone through that day. You know, you know. I, grace. Be a grown up, dear God. Yeah, you think though, but but be a grown up. Like seriously, be a grown up about it. Yeah. I mean, I know passion is there, and passion is important, especially when you're coaching and you're doing this. But I mean, think about the little imprint that you're leaving on all these kids' memories. Yeah. Well, and I will say, too, if you are a coach and you are a parent and or if you've been a parent who's never coached before, take into perspective the coaching aspect. 
Yeah. You know, again, you're not out there, but again, yeah. coaches have to make decisions based on, on different things. And so if you're not out there doing the coaching thing, try coaching. Yep. You Go sure out should. there. You know, um, I want to thank you all for listening to us. And I want to thank all of the coaches and the parents and the moms and the soon to hopefully be mom friends on the side and the dads <laughs> and the snacks shack people. Oh, the snack shack, the, the boards the, that play a dude, role in There's this. a lot of work that goes behind the scenes that it not is a, a lot of people recognize. Of people, yeah. And so I thank you from the bottom of my heart. My kid's been playing City League yeah. sports since he was four years old. So, and now he's 11 and a lot of people have had an opportunity to yeah. pour into him. So, Well, thank you to the city for allowing these things to happen too. I mean, the facilities the that they've facilities, made. The new facilities, Dean. Yeah, they cool. look good and you know the the attention that gives to the sports division is so great because you have all these people who do feel the way that we feel of you know get those kids out there let them play you know video games are great and and they but again the outdoors playing sports yep. doing all these things I mean it builds camaraderie it yep. builds social skills it teaches them to have mental toughness absolutely it teaches them how to rebound it teaches them how to lose and respect others and I respect mean respect others yeah. I mean because I can tell you that all through life you're going to get knocked down absolutely, and, and you're going to get knocked down in sports, but it's, it matters how you get back up. Absolutely. And I think that that's a good place yeah. for us to sign off on. Yes. Well, we thank you guys for listening. Uh, make sure to like, comment, subscribe, whatever you do on your iHeartRadio, Podbean, Podbean Apple, Apple, Spotify, all the things. Um, we appreciate you listening. And again, if you have a topic we want to talk about, please let us know. Reach out to us um, on our email. Um, down rabbit holes podcast at gmail Find or us on facebook on down facebook. rabbit holes mm-hmm. and uh you can always uh if you want to be a guest uh on our Let show we would love to have you and if anybody knows anybody at dutch bros who wants to sponsor us please feel free to sponsor us at any time the sugar-free peach <laughs> sugar-free Dark red bull with annihilators the, um, annihilators. Annihilators. annihilators annihilators be like those yes um, anyways thanks so much for joining really, us thank you guys bye, bye. bye.